For items we deem worthy of our time, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos says we need to attack the associated stress of these projects head on. Stress is often caused by the objects or items that we aren't doing, but we know that we should be doing. According to Bezos, hard work doesn't cause stress. In fact, working hard on the issue causing you stress can often resolve the item causing your stress. Here's today's free clip brought to you by Amazon Prime. And you can buy almost anything there. Heck, they've got a mini jail cell to put your phone in, which really relates to focus, as I'm going to talk about here in a second, that if you can't concentrate, it allows you to lock, probably not your phone, it's probably your spouse's phone, but it puts it in a mini jail cell for a little bit of a timeout. But without further ado, we're going to talk about focus here. So whatever it takes, if you need a mini jail cell for your cell phone from Amazon Prime, make it happen. Here's today's free clip from The Focus Project. Reduce stress by attacking it. For items we deem worthy of our time, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos says we need to attack the associated stress of these projects head on. Stress is often caused by the objects or items that we aren't doing, but we know that we should be doing. According to Bezos, hard work doesn't cause stress. In fact, working hard on the issue causing you stress can often resolve the item causing your stress. Also, let's remember that the word stress is an adult term for fear. Let's embrace what scuba instructors pass on to their students. Fear is simply false evidence appearing real. You deserve a break. When the McDonald brothers started their first restaurant, they had 27 items in their old-fashioned drive-in. They had speaker boxes with waitresses on roller skates taking orders from customers seated comfortably in their cars. However, they soon recognized that 87% of the orders were for hamburgers, fries, and soft drinks. They decided to shut down a good business to reinvent a simpler one. They would focus their efforts by dramatically reducing the menu to just hamburgers, fries, and soft drinks. To brainstorm, they went to some empty tennis courts to map out a radically redesigned kitchen and had their staff practice mock-making hamburgers and fries. They used chalk to draw and modify the kitchen until they got the process flow just right. All orders would now be walk-up orders instead of having waitresses on roller skates delivering to customers and cars. This reinvented business would all be based around simplification and speed. The brothers had a grand reopening, but instead of a bunch of customers, a torrent of flies showed up. The flies finally subsided. After a disappointing day, they were ready to close when a kid walked up to order a hamburger, and then another person showed up, then another, then another, and the rest is history. It's estimated McDonald's has now served over 300 billion hamburgers. Hi, my name is Kelsey, and I'm the Chief of Staff at Equalman Studios. 
I like the focus project because it highlights so many different areas of importance. So whether you're trying to focus on your health and your fitness, or whether you're trying to focus on your personal or professional relationships, the book has so many useful tips and tricks to focus on those specific areas. I also really like how the book has been broken up. You can start from front to back like you would with any other book, or if you'd like to start with a specific focus, you can start with that chapter. Then jump to a different chapter when you're ready to shift to a new area of focus. I also think this book is more important than ever. Chances are at the beginning of quarantine, you made a promise to yourself that you were going to start eating better or start working out more or being more productive with your time. And for a lot of us, that hasn't happened yet, but I think this book is perfect for getting started. So whether you're ready to make those changes or help a friend, you can find the book on Amazon, The Focus Project, The Not-So-Simple Art of Doing Less, now available in ebook and paperback. As always, we love hearing your feedback. Leave us a review for The Focus Project, The Not-So-Simple Art of Doing Less. My 96-year-old grandfather graduated from Princeton, served in the Navy during World War II, and as a chemist, wrote the formula for Stroh's signature beer. He has also surrounded himself with other interesting people. During one particular conversation with my grandfather, a man I didn't recognize joined us. I asked the man what they thought the key to a happy life was. You've already said the word, young man, key. He said as he pulled out a single house key from his pocket, I've worked very hard during my life to get to this one key. You see... The more keys you have, the more things that can weigh you down, that can own you. You might think that success looks like a lot of keys to houses, boats, cars, art studios. Well, I'm here to tell you it's the exact opposite. It's one of the hardest things in the world. But if you can get to one key, there's no doubt in my mind that you will be happy. This type of simplicity is also powerful in business. When I was the head of marketing for a very successful internet company, TravelZoo, we had a new employee come in to give us ideas about our email newsletter, an email that amassed over 30 million subscribers. In a meeting, this new employee brashly said that we should make the newsletter more robust and snazzy by adding more images and video to it. The room went silent as we all pondered the suggestion when our founder and CEO replied, why, might I ask, would we want to throw away the many years of hard work and sweat that went into creating the newsletter in the simple state we have today? I would never want to burden our readers with the complexity you suggest. Stepping into discomfort. Whether it's helping a stranger, reinventing our company, or reinventing ourselves, we need to learn to step into discomfort. Marcus Porcius Cato, the younger, better known simply as Cato, was a Roman senator credited with bringing Stoicism into the mainstream. He emphasized that because virtue is sufficient for happiness, a sage would be emotionally resilient to misfortune. Because of this, Julius Caesar wanted him dead. Yet, over the years, his list of admirers came to include George Washington, Dante, Benjamin Franklin, and Emperor Marcus Aurelius. The Founding Fathers viewed him as a symbol of resistance to dictatorship. 
One Stoic method that Cato practiced can be particularly helpful in our desire to focus. Cato donned unpopular colors like black instead of the popular purples of the day. He often left his home without sandals, considered extremely taboo at the time. He'd even strut around the town without his tunic. Yes, buck naked. These actions would turn heads. Was he a narcissist seeking attention? Not at all. He was training himself. At first, he'd feel ashamed by wearing such unpopular apparel or no apparel at all. Over time, this taught him to be ashamed only of what deserves shame and to despise all other sorts of disgrace. In other words, he had learned to focus only on what truly matters and not to worry about insignificant matters. I've been wearing bright green glasses for years. Oh, the stares I receive. Some people think they look foolish, while others love them. Like Cato at first, I felt embarrassed, ridiculous, and ashamed. However, as the days stretched into months, I started to realize the genius behind what Cato had learned centuries ago. Learning to walk in discomfort made everything else seem more comfortable. Wearing green glasses also taught me to focus on what was important and what was not. Who cares if someone I don't know at the airport thinks I look silly wearing green glasses? It doesn't matter. These little things just don't matter. The glasses taught me only to focus on the significant areas of my life. Go ahead and try it yourself. The next time you get up to the register at your local coffee shop, but before you order, ask if you can have a 10% discount before you order, or ask if you can have a large cup for the cost of a medium. Similar to what the ancient philosophers discovered, Actions that force us out of our comfort zones often lead us to enlightened moments. We can train ourselves not to sweat the small stuff. Here's to us not sweating the small stuff today, and it is all small stuff, especially we get perspective. Don't waste this pandemic. It's giving us a great perspective. It's tough. But there's silver linings to all this. It's giving us a great reset. It's giving us perspective on what we should focus on. So my hope is that you took from this today's reading, free reading, from my new book, The Focus Project. Thanks for tuning in to the Super You Podcast brought to you by Amazon Prime. This is your host, Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. Reminding all of us, it is all about having fun, helping people, making sure you attack that day before it attacks you, and last, but certainly not least, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.